Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Scoop B Radio. Scoop B, Brandon Robinson of Scoop B Radio and Brandon. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that montage, but Kawhi Leonard's laugh is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Oh man! Yes, so <laughs> let's jump right into it, B. Um, Jimmy Butler. We had the whole, you know, Butler practice rant, and it was the opposite of Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson got on this and basically said, you know, practice. We're talking about practice, and Butler kind of went into practice, just set it off. What is the latest with Jimmy? I'm hearing that he will be in the lineup for the Wolves this week. Uh, is this all fixed? Will Jimmy be with the Wolves this season? Well, he's just here, so he won't get fined. Um, <laughs> when you look at that situation with uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, it's something that has carried over in April and has carried over till today. And uh, he's using the basketball court as his sanctuary, as his uh, therapist chair. And I like a motivated Jimmy going into the season because he's scaring those younger guys. He's scaring the kids. He's scaring the kids. <laughs> so I, I, I think that obviously he's got to start out playing and he's going to play his way into not only his next contract, in the offseason, but also to his next destination. Because uh, there are just certain things that are done that can't be reversed. And uh, whew, it's going to be interesting to see what those guys do. I'm sure behind the scenes they're working it out. But, you know, as I had been reporting all along, Houston was in the running, as was Miami. And um, they couldn't get it done. Is it, you know, as simple as this? If the Minnesota Timberwolves are winning – then Jimmy Butler staying there, the, you know, for the rest of the season. But I think that at the end of the day, uh, Jimmy Butler's not going to be a Timberwolf next year, uh, short of them winning the NBA championship. That's about right. <laughs> so if I'm Minnesota, I'm trying to get some assets because uh, you look at 2011 with Denver and uh, the New York Knicks. This reminds me so much of it, minus teammate controversy behind the scenes. And um, trade and public almost public trade demand. So 
the Timberwolves ain't going to the finals. Uh, if you take that bet, I'm not your friend anymore. But I think when you, when you look at this situation with Jimmy Butler, I like a motivated Jimmy Butler. And I mean, if you really sit and think about it, right? Jimmy's 29, 30 years old. He's playing with guys 21, 22, 23 years old. Still trying to figure it out. When Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler were 22, 23, they were going deep in the playoffs. Their mindset is different. I, I really feel as though Wiggins, Carl Towns, and others that are on that team could learn a thing or two by not feeling comfortable. I think they're too comfortable. They were a team on the rise. Kind of like a situation like the Milwaukee Bucks. You looked at them as a team on the rise, and their, and their, their arrival date is a little late. That doesn't mean it'll never happen. But you like a foot up their butt by Jimmy and then making them play. I mean, he said, if I'm not mistaken, um, Carl Towns is the best all-around player on that team. Wiggins is the most gifted. And he said he works the hardest. Somebody who feels as though they work the hardest and they're also the most vocal and they're probably one of the oldest, Mr. Derrick Rose, they have a right to speak. They've been there, done that, got the T-shirt in the keychain. I like that. Um, Brandon, when you look at the NBA season this year, as the season does open up tomorrow, you got the first game, the Sixers and the Celtics, followed by the Warriors and the Thunder. Um, everyone feels like this is another year that will be culminated with the Warriors raising the Larry O'Brien. What is a storyline that you can see kind of uh, arriving this year that no one's really paying attention to? Kind of like how Jason Tatum uh, rose to stardom last year in the playoffs and kind of led the Celtics to the Eastern Conference Finals. Or the Sixers winning 55 games last year after years of tanking. What is this year's story that no one else sees that you do? I think the Denver Nuggets are going to do much better than people realize. And I think that they're a top five uh, team in the NBA's Western Conference. Ooh. Also, like, the uh, Portland Trailblazers are up there, top six. Uh, familiarity in this, in this instance um, means that they know what each other brings to the table. Yusuf Nurkic has to step up this year. Zach Collins, uh, I think, will do what he was supposed to do last year, but he was hurt a lot off and on and didn't know his rotation. And Davis coming to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, that frees him up to, to play like himself, uh, as you saw him play in the national championship game a couple of years ago. In addition to that, I think the Lakers and LeBron James will do much better that people give him credit for in an NBA where everybody pays attention to the Warriors in addition to DeMarcus Cousins who told me uh, earlier this summer, or actually last month, uh, that the Warriors are like Play-Doh. You can mold them into whatever you want them to be. I thought that was like a dub but ingenious moment at the same time. Uh, you pay attention to the Celtics. You pay attention to the Toronto Raptors and Kawhi Leonard's laugh. Uh, you pay attention <laughs> to um, the Houston Rockets, whether they you know, have all the pieces to the puzzle. And despite giving up defense, they added an offensive threat uh, in Carmelo still to this day. I think LeBron James and the Lakers kind of go under the radar despite the big flash that they made in addition to getting LeBron signing Lance Stevenson, who's been Harlem shaking in, in preseason games after making pinpoint passes. Um, that and Rajon Rondo, um, who I think is, is, is in a similar situation that Sam Cassell was in when he was in Boston and they won the championship in 2008 now with Lonzo Ball. Uh, and then, you know, you're going to see the emergence of Kyle Kuzma uh, as a defensive threat, uh, as well as Brandon Ingram kind of take flight. I'm saying all that to say, while I'm saying all these things about the Lakers, 
everybody's paying attention to uh, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward's return, uh, the emergence of Jason Tatum last season and people hoping that it carries over to this season. Will James Harden get a second MVP? I mean, even Giannis Antetokounmpo, will this be his MVP breakout season? LeBron kind of gets lost in that translation a little bit. I mean, it's still the Lakers and still LeBron, but everybody just thinks it's a foregone conclusion that the Warriors are the champs going into the season. And one thing I can say, as a fan, not as a person covering is, um, the Warriors kind of got exposed a little bit by the Houston Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, um, that Western Conference Finals could have been the NBA Finals because the NBA Finals weren't that interesting. And I think Boston could have played the Warriors better. Uh, and I also think, uh, you know, don't be surprised if LeBron comes out with, with motivation this year, as will Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant gets lost in the sauce because he's on a super team. He's motivated. He's a free agent, and, you know, he's got a lot to prove going into his next season. Brandon, you mentioned the fact that the Warriors got exposed. One of the reasons they got exposed was because the Rockets played some high-level defense. So is there a team in the Western Conference that has the athleticism and the length to play that kind of defense against the Warriors in a seven-game series this year? I still think it's the, uh, the Houston Rockets. You, you do lose uh, Trevor Reza. You do lose uh, Luke Rashad Bamute. You do lose uh, Ryan Anderson, but you gained or rather you resigned the Capella who's putting up statistically, not his moves, putting up Hakeem Olajuwon that's at, at, the port, at the power forward center position. Um, he's going to have to step it up even more defensively. Uh, you've had Carmelo Anthony. Uh, you, you, you have a Chris Paul who, when healthy, can, can, can do a ton of things. And you still have P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon who uh, were, were definitely spark plugs during the regular season and the playoffs, and P.J. being the glue uh, that held everything together. That being said, uh, I think the Houston Rockets still do have, have have the pieces to do it. I haven't seen enough of the Los Angeles Lakers other than the preseason to really gauge it because if you look at video, you look at social media, and people's summer workouts, everybody's an NBA champion, you know, the way they tell it. So, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. But based on what I've seen in the Western Conference, it's definitely the uh, Houston Rockets in the Eastern Conference. I think it's uh, the Boston Celtics. When you look at the Lakers and the team they built around LeBron, you look at guys like Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. I know some people have been criticizing how that roster was built, but I think it might be kind of under, you know, under level genius, Brandon, because of the fact that you get a bunch of guys who can rough it up, can scuff it up, and maybe in the playoffs they can make life very difficult for teams to take some pressure off of LeBron. Do you think that was part of the strategy for the Lakers that you bring in guys like Rondo and Lance Stevenson and maybe start taking attention away from LeBron because they're yip-yapping in guys' ears and getting a little extra physical? Hmm. I think they brought in all those pieces to definitely – accommodate LeBron's skill set. I think any team that plays with LeBron or any players that play with LeBron, they got to do one or two things. They, they got to do actually both of these things. They got to either run and they got to be proficient shooters. That's why I believe that the, the Cavaliers ended up running uh, the, the Golden State Warriors out of the gym in 2016 because the Warriors had never faced any adversity. That gave them some adversity and they had a, a double-edged sword and, and, and Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. Um, but this is not Cleveland, and this is not Kansas, Dorothy. This is Los Angeles. And I think that uh, when you look at uh, the Lakers this season, I like Lance Stevenson defensively. I, I, he's there on our test, if you will. 
Um, I, I like the addition of Rondo because I think Rondo uh, and, and LeBron are both these events and they, and they have to respect their peers. I also think that uh, Michael Beasley uh, proved during his time with the Knicks last season that he can't produce. And I think that's going to carry over, especially him having a relationship with LeBron and being teammates with him in Miami. Um, and I also just think uh, that there's a young core that that team already has. You're just adding veteran leadership to that team uh, and helping this machine move. But I still think that the, the Lakers are, are in a phase where they're still building. You know, next season, they're, they're looking to make another splash in a way that, that they thought they would this season with Paul George, uh, who had verbally committed to go to the Lakers and then in the 25th hour pulled out. Uh, and, and LeBron had already committed so deep into it. So I think it's a, a building project that's going to take time for the Lakers uh, to be formidable. And, you know, if they don't make it to the finals this year, it's not a big deal because everybody expects that it's going to be the Warriors or the Rockets dueling it out in the Western Conference. Let's flip it over to the Eastern Conference, the 76ers, obviously in our backyard. People can hear all the Sixers coverage this week right here on 97.3 ESPN as we will have each game Tuesday night, Thursday night, and Saturday night right here on 97.3 ESPN FM. Brandon, when you look at the Sixers, Joel Embiid has said that his goal is to win the NBA MVP and win the NBA championship this year. How attainable are those two goals for Joel Embiid and the Sixers in the 2018-19 season? I think that those are lofty goals by Joel Embiid, and I'm not one to kill somebody's dreams. I think that the Sixers definitely exceeded expectations last season. I, I had them pegged uh, as an eighth seed going into the season, and some people laugh at me because you look at those bad years of you know twelve wins or thirty wins, and Joel being hurt, Simmons being hurt, and just you know post Colangelo, uh, the whole process regime. Well, the process is processed, and uh, now they got to process the championship. And so uh, when you look at the Eastern Conference, wow. Uh, Boston is favorited. You can't look past the Sixers, and you also can't look past uh, the guy whose laugh we heard a little while ago, Kawhi Leonard and his Toronto Raptors. Um, so I think for, for for Joel Embiid being an MVP, well, you got to play more than 65 games to, to, to be to be in that conversation of MVP. Uh, and I also think that the Sixers have some questions that they need to answer uh, if, they're, if they're talking that championship talk or rather Joel Embiid is talking that championship talk. Uh, will Markel Fultz be uh, healthy this season? Will his shot fall? And will Joel, excuse me, can Ben Simmons uh, focus more on being the floor general that he is rather than just taking jumpers? I think people put too much pressure on him to be that efficient jumper, jump shooter. And, uh, you know, it, it also goes with their bench. I, I like Wilson Chandler. Uh, that addition to me, I think, is a steal. Uh, and, and, I, and I hope that. J.J. Reddick picks up where he left off at last season. He, he, he was a hot shooter. People think he overpaid. they overpaid him, but he did what he needed to do, and that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Scoop, uh, and again, we're talking with Brandon Robinson at Scoop B on Twitter. That's at Scoop B on Twitter, writer for Basketball Society. Scoop, let's play devil's advocate. Let, let's say best case scenario, the Sixers, uh, Markel Fultz proves uh, to culminate into what he was supposed to be with the number one pick. He averages 18, 20 points. Uh, the Sixers are a top three seed in the East, uh, and they make a deep playoff run, East Conference Finals or NBA Finals, whatever. Would the rest of the league look at that and say that's the blueprint to getting back on track with your franchise? Because so many of these teams are in the middle, Scoop, where they don't have a superstar or they have a guy that they believe should be a superstar, but he's nowhere near that. Uh, will they go more than not, not tanking? Cause I think 
clear cut tanking is, is going to be gone from the NBA. Uh, Adam Silver is just not going to allow it. But kind of strategic where you're getting multiple draft picks to kind of hit on maybe one or two young players that kind of lead your franchise into the future. Uh, I think that the, the NBA uh, and building and, and building a team to be a championship caliber team, I think the Sixers follow the Oklahoma City Thunder's blueprint. Uh, and when you look at the fact that they went to the 2012 finals against uh, the Miami Heat and LeBron James and Dwayne Wade left Miami Heat, uh, they had James Harden, they had Russell Westbrook, they had they had uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, I just think money and dollar signs and things, just, you have three superstars on that team, somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to get paid, somebody's got to stay, and you know, somebody else is going to win an MVP. Uh, so to answer your question, I, I think that the Sixers did it by, like I scratched my head when they traded Michael Carter-Williams. I was mad. Uh, but then you, you, you move Drew Holiday, you move Michael Carter-Williams, and then through that whole process, you, you got Joel Embiid, you drafted Ben Simmons, uh, and then you, you, you save calories. Excuse me, not calories. You can't save calories, though, but you save salary cap space. <laughs> um, and I think that um, the biggest thing for the Sixers is they did it by staying, sticking with their guns, building uh, under the salary cap, but also um, identifying who the star was, like, I was upset when they got rid of Jello Local for now. To, to Jello Local for's credit, I think that uh, Philly kind of ruined him because I think that there was a perception that he was this bad guy, and he wasn't. You know, he, I just think he was a young 19 year old kid driving fast on the Ben Franklin. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I, we didn't have that luxury at 19, but he did, and he learned. And hopefully, in New Orleans, he, he, he recovers. And you know, Brooklyn, he didn't. He just looked like shell of his, of what he could be. Um, but I, I think as it relates to Philadelphia and the 76ers and what they have going on, I think that it's a, it's a case study in um, really buying into a system, believing in that system, even when everybody thought you were crazy. Um, and, I, and I can relate to it as a journalist. I know when I was reporting about Space Jam, a lot of y'all was looking at me like, did he have his nets today? You know, when I looked at the Sixers, I said, what, what are you doing? How are we trusting the process and y'all losing? But, hey, man, they, they made a deep playoff run this season and they're not so much of a secret anymore. I think that's the other thing with the Sixers. They were a secret last season. They're not a secret anymore. And Boston's caught up, and LeBron left, so now, you know, Toronto can, can make some noise. I hate when they say that, but I also do think, uh, rest, rest in peace, Tex Winter, when you look at the Lakers and Tex Winter introducing the triangle offense to the Lakers, comparatively speaking, Nick Nurse with the Toronto Raptors uh, introduced their, their offensive scheme to, to Dwayne Casey. And uh, he came so high, highly recommended that they passed over Jerry Stackhouse, former sister Jerry Stackhouse, as a head coaching candidate, and hired Nick Nurse. They, there's something they see in him that they like, and uh, he's their tech winner in, in that instance. All right. Uh, before we get you out of here, scooping again, uh, you can follow Brandon Robinson at Scoop B Radio. That's at Scoop B. I'm sorry, at Scoop B. Uh, obviously, you can listen to the Scoop B Radio podcast. Uh, he's writer for Basketball Society. Does a great job. Um, I just want to get your MVP, your most improved player, your, your prediction, Scoop. Let me get your MVP, your most improved player, coach of the year, and who's your NBA champion? Come on, let, let me get it. Okay. MVP, I'm going to go with LeBron James. Okay. Rookie rookie of the year. Uh I don't don't sleep on Luka Donovich of uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh and then the who else did you say most coach improved of the year. player? Yeah, most improved player, coach of the year. Coach of the year will be Brad Stevens. 
And the NBA champion will be, I hate you. Um, <laughs> I play safe and go Warriors, even though I don't believe it. We'll go with the Warriors. <laughs> we'll go Warriors. If, if not Warriors, we'll, we'll talk again in, in the spring. But, yeah, I, it's going to be a very exciting NBA season. Okay. And, again, thank you, Brandon, and we look forward to talking to you soon, buddy. Yes, sir. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.